Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of We Are the Batman. I'm Mike. And this is Matthew. Uh, today, we are talking about the newest DC film that has been released in theaters. That is Black Adam, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, this is the latest installment in the DCEU. Uh, I had a chance to see it uh, the Friday that it opened. Uh, Matt, I know you went o- over the weekend. Um, this movie uh, has been in production hell for a long time. I mean, The Rock was attached to this thing about 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's got a lot in it. The, the marketing has been a little all over the place. People have been curious about this one for a while. It's been pushed back and pushed back. Uh, it's being, ta- you know, going into it promoting it the rock and others were saying it was going to change everything for the dcu going forward did they or did they not deliver on that promise matt what do you think uh i mean if the power shift was to uh bring cavill back i guess <laughs> not how i feel like yeah oh, like speaking it, it, of this is a spoiler review <laughs> look i'm gonna put that in the title but also like he, the rock has been spoiling this movie for two weeks and then the monday before it comes out warner brothers announces man of steel 2 and then the day after it comes out henry cavill confirms he's back as superman do the math people yeah 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 that, that, that's a good call yeah but no like you like i was like well if they were saying this is going to change things to the dceu i hope they meant because cavill's back because if they meant because of the movie's good no, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm a little there. I don't think I hate it as much as you, which is surprising. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I, I'm also like, guys, <laughs> I and here's the thing. I really wanted to like this movie, and I think there's a lot in this movie to like. I think there are some very good things in this movie. None of them have to do with the character of Black Adam, though. Yeah, I, I will say this. This is this is kind of the thing that's been that irked me during the movie, and now I think I've kind of been able to uh, like say is that had this movie not been linked to the DC films we've seen so far. I think I would have enjoyed it a bit more. There's a couple big things I think they do. I'm a, wrong is probably not the right way since I'm not a paid writer, but wrong. Um, <laughs> so the biggest, I think, issue I have with this film that irks me the most, that just gets to me, is the fact that Hawkman and Dr. Fate are going around trying to help this guy, being Black Adam, be a better hero and you don't kill, you don't do this, you don't do that. And all I keep thinking is, are they new? Because (laughs) neither one of them went and talked to Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Batman, Superman for any of the stuff they were doing. (laughs) And I will dare say all of those heroes in one film probably have a higher body count than Black Adam does in this movie. So. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't go that far. I mean, that that scene, those those first like 10, 15 minutes when he's back and is just like turns this movie into a superhero horror movie, the way he's just murking people left and right. Um, he's got a pretty big body count in this. Uh, you know what? You're right. I forgot about that scene <laughs> intent for maybe intentionally. Um, no, I, I kind of and don't get me wrong. 
black, a, 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 a Hawkman and Dr. Fate, best part of the movie, like by a lot. Like yes. Aldous Hodge and Pierce Brosnan are acting circles around everyone in this movie. Their writing for those two characters was incredible. They have this scene in the cockpit of the ship where he's like, am I, did you see that I'm going to die? And he's like, when it's time for us to say goodbye, my friend, you'll know. And I was like, where, why isn't this the movie? This is so much more interesting than anything else going on in this movie. But yeah, the, the simple fact that they established that the JSA is in this, is in this world and they've been around for a bit calls everything else into question of like, well, where were they for this? And where were they for that? And if Amanda Waller has these guys on speed dial, why does she need the suicide squad? And if she has the suicide squad, why does she need the JSA? It just, it, Ooh, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) The, The biggest problem with this movie is the script. The script yes. for this movie is not good. Aside from the fact that dialogue is terrible. I mean, it's like a 12 year old wrote it. The story makes no sense. Um, and, and I, and I don't know the kid's name, but the young man who plays uh, just the, the kid in this movie, I don't know what his credentials are. He is, and I don't care how charming he is. He is the worst part of this movie. He, he is, he is so bad. He is, he is, I, I, I don't know why he's doing the narration at the beginning. I don't know why he's the through line for this. I don't know why he needs his skateboard to skate three feet, then go down some stairs and skate three feet, then go down some stairs and skate three feet, then go down. That scene went on way too long. Um, I, I just, I, I didn't need that kid in this movie. And, and, and the gratuitous borderline, like, like it was they hoard this movie out so hard the 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 gratuitous product placement from warner brothers with this kid (laughs) like when we first meet this kid he drops his bag and like the director makes a point to do a super hanging close-up on the new 52 comics in his bag and like in his bedroom he's got a he's got a promo poster for the dark knight rises in his bedroom like screw you movie (laughs) like just screw you this is transformers level product placement uh yeah Uh, yeah i i think i checked out on that kid within two minutes and uh, yeah you're right the script on this is is bad and it's it's bad because there are so many things that could be corrected with just a line or two of dialogue. So mm-hmm. here do we want to just go through gripes and then do positives? How do you want to how do you want to break yeah, this down? Let's let's get our gripe, <laughs> let's get our gripes out of the way. Well, because I guess you you guys know on this show, we we don't like dunking on stuff. Like we we even went back and forth on even doing this review because like I don't have a whole lot nice to say about it, but it's a big enough movie. It's it's already almost made its money back at the box office. Like, and people are talking about this movie, so we we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about it. So yeah, let's 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 get through kind of our big our our couple of biggest gripes, and then we'll end on a positive note. Okay, so I I feel like like this script needed a serious logic check, mm-hmm. a serious serious logic check, because. To me, there's so much that makes absolutely no sense. And I will start with Black Adam and literally everything he does. Mm -hmm. Like, 
let's start with out of the gate. He's been asleep for 5,000 years, but somehow he has the concept of what everything is he's facing. Mm -hmm. Like he understands what a helicopter is. He understands what a missile is. He knows how grenades work. He knows how grenade like and 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 then like when he wakes up and he can speak English with no accent. Yeah. Furthermore, if this is Kazakhstan, what no, that's the one from Justice League. What is the, uh, the place? This is name? this is Kondok. Kondok. I don't understand why they're all brown, but everybody speaks clear English, but the main chick. It's it's one of those like is because because this is one of those made up countries for the D because DC doesn't take place in any real places. Yes, and it's fine. Yeah, but but it, it doesn't make sense. Like, even if you admit, like, look, if if the woman, the lead girl, if she speaks English and her son speaks English and the brother speaks English, but then everybody else in this place goes back and forth, at least give me some semblance that this place exists where I assume it's existing, which is Middle East Egypt area. It's not, it's not clear because like DC not only makes up fake locations, which is fine, but they never say where they're at geographically. So you don't know where, where this actually, yeah. Like, yeah. Is this in the middle? It's assumed this is in the middle East. There's enough of it there that I can be like, yeah, it's probably in the middle East. Well, and you know, like some of it would be like, you know, look, I know that, you know, because England or Britain owned Hong Kong, there's a lot of people in Hong Kong who speak English and either Mandarin or Cantonese. Yeah which is how you get Tony Leong having very little accent in Shang-Chi because mm-hmm. he was raised in Hong Kong. But that's not explained here. You know, Intergang has been taking over and you know that they've allegedly been overrun constantly. But that sure. was my big thing is like, that doesn't make any sense. But then for Black Adam to do that makes no sense. But if he had just said like wisdom of Solomon or whatever the the wisdom God that he was yeah. His name means. And that clear, in my opinion, clears up everything. How he understands what a helicopter is, how bombs work, how grenades work, how all of these things work, because he has magical understanding of all things. But yeah. It, that it, is it, not mentioned. No, it's not. I brought that up on another show. I was like, because somebody came at me on Twitter with that, and they were like, something, 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 wisdom of Solomon. And I was like, great, show me. Like, yeah. like for, for all the faults, and there are a lot of them that X-Men Apocalypse has, they at least give us a moment where Apocalypse goes into a house, sees a TV, puts his hand on it and like glows and absorbs. And, and the girl goes, what are you doing? And he just goes learning. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. Yeah, no, that explains it. Somehow yeah. something mutant power learns all the languages in the world. Awesome. Cool didn't get that with this. He just wakes up and is the rock. Yeah. And even if he, the boy, because the boy doesn't seem to be bothered either, but even no. the boy was like, Hey, you can speak English. And he's like, wisdom of Solomon. Boom. Done. It like, never comes up. Like I know, this is, I know that in the comics, this is not one of his powers, but like, even if he just like put his hand on the kid's head and it glowed for five seconds and then boom, he speaks English. I'm like, okay, cool. That's something. Well, let's that's, just that's say something. Let's just say this. Now, granted, I have not read this character in Rebirth, the DC reboot from a couple of years ago. Neither have I. But this character is clearly not the Black Adam from the comics. <laughs> it's it's a it's a version of the old school one where he's like 
a reluctant anti-hero. Like it's not just he's an anti, he's a reluctant anti-hero. He's he's an anti-hero in the sense that he's sticking up for his for the land that's his, but he's not a good person by any stretch of the imagination. Um th- th- which is why I think they used Intergang as kind of the quote-unquote villain of this movie, even though it made no sense and there's no explanation as to why Intergang is there and why no other global power has done anything about Intergang. I mean, when you look at the current state of the world with things with the Russia Ukraine war going on right now, like other countries stepped in to offer aid. You're yeah. telling me that in, in, in this DCEU, the entire world is a bunch of dicks and they're like, nah, screw Condog. We're not helping them at all. Like, Oh, okay. I guess. Sure. Well, it's probably because they don't know where the country is. <laughs> probably because the writers didn't think about that. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, I just the, there's a lot of connection. They try to make a lot of connections to things in this that just don't work and they're they're borrowing too much from other superhero movies like they give us four different versions of uncovering what his backstory is and I'm like Shang-Chi did that. Or everything yeah. about Hawkman's design and character and all that is a combination of Black Panther and Professor X and I know that Dr. Fate existed long before Dr. Strange did. And in the comics, they're nothing alike whatsoever, but they really went to the Dr. Strange school of making a character when it came to Dr. Fate in this movie. And don't get me wrong. He was great, but there's so much left and there's so much leftover CGI from like Deadpool and Ant-Man using this. And I'm like, you guys just like took what people liked about other movies, combined them into one movie and said, here you go, but didn't actually try to make it make sense. Yeah. And that, and that's, that's where this, this movie, in my opinion, crashes so hard is that there's just one thing after another. Like if he's bulletproof, why is he blocking bullets with his hand? I, oh my God, I said the same thing. I, it made no sense to me. I was like, why is he bothering with the hand? Yeah. (laughs) When literally in the, in two scenes prior, we watched him just take a, a tank to the face and it was fine. Like, (laughs) yeah, Uh, it's the, I was trying to I was something I was thinking. You know what I thought this movie is? This is this is kind of what I uh, hit me the other day. Is like someone wrote this great trailer for Black Adam, and then someone went, "That's a good idea," and then they didn't write the script. <laughs> and see, I kind of thought the same thing. To me, this movie feels like a series of scenes that people wrote. Like there's there's not much of an actual story here. Because the movie, the movie is barely two hours. Like it's it's a hundred and twenty four minutes, but like fifteen of that is credits. So like the whole time, like we get to like where it's like the last thirty minutes, and they've put Black Adam in in the Task Force X underwater cell, which also made no sense. And all I remember thinking was, where are we going with this? An hour and a half in the movie, I have no idea what the plot of this movie is. Like, it's just been random scenes of people fighting and talking. And it's like all the writers each wrote, like, it's like kind of like what we do on this show. Wouldn't it be cool if there was a scene where this happened? And wouldn't it be cool if there was a scene where this happened? And they just put those scenes together and filmed them, but forgot to write a story as to why they were happening. Yeah, it's, it's. Like <laughs> watching Hawkman use Dr. Fate's helmet. All I wanted to say was I need this clip and go tell me 
you've never read a comic book without telling me you've never read a comic book. <laughs> so, so I went to, I went and saw this movie at three in the afternoon, right after work. So my okay. theater was basically empty. Um, I audibly shouted out in the theater. That's not how Dr. Fate works. <laughs> that because again, here's the thing, Dr. Fate and Hawkman, best part of this movie. I want that yes. movie. I want that movie yesterday. If you told me right now, tomorrow, Hawkman, this this Hawkman's getting his own series or his own movie, take my money. If Pierce Brosnan's coming back for more Dr. Fate, take my money. That's not how Dr. Fate works. Yeah. Like, you don't just pick up the helmet and suddenly have all his powers. Like, that. that is not how that works. Yeah. It, it, it's, this is where, like, like, it doesn't take that much to do some homework. And if you yeah. want to make up powers, fine. But make the made up powers make sense. Like there is a very cool, rich, deep, um, lore to that character because I got partway through the movie and was like, you know, it'd be really cool as if the mom ended up being Dr. Fate. Oh, like she got to put on the helmet. Yeah. Like that would at least have a reason for her to be in this movie. Well, in the comics, she's ISIS, but I get what you mean. I mean, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm just saying if it, like if yeah if she was just some made-up character then yeah cool have her. but like because she actually in the comics is so, like i get it but yeah no yeah something something would have been cool or or have her, yeah even if she put the helmet on it's like i'm isis now and i will protect this city because hell you know what have the kid do it because yeah, one, of, one of the most recent runs of dr fate was like a young med student with the helmet and he yeah. was trying and, and i was like you know what do a variation on that. I, I'm into it. I, make the kid useful in some way. Yeah. And anything to, uh, ex- to to put in why these characters are there. Because that's like, I didn't totally hate her. I love that actress. She was fine. Like, I, I definitely feel like, are you setting her up for the sequel? Are you setting her up for something more? I'm glad you're not letting her just be a damsel, but I just kind of feel like we're spending a lot of time with this woman for nothing to happen. Yeah. Um, and then like, like I said, there's three things. Number one, the logic is gone. Number two, the fact that you took this very charismatic man, the rock and made him just overly stoic for no reason whatsoever. I don't understand. Because to me, all, all to me, what this means to me is that, like, you hired the Rock for his look, not for what he brings to the table. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, this was so, such a misuse of the Rock, which is a bummer because he's been wanting. To, it felt like he was in a different movie. Well, and I feel like, like this, like I mean, we we all know who knows what they sold him on being. When he first yeah. cast seven, ten, eight, however long ago. Well, but also remember, he's a producer on this movie, so it's not like he had no say in anything. I mean, it just means he brought money. Who knows how much power he really had? But it maybe he's trying to stretch his acting muscles. Sure, okay, but yeah, I just don't understand that. And then the last thing is like the perfect ending of this movie was him in prison. Yeah the perfect ending 
The Justice Society has done their thing. He is now encapsulated. It's very easy at the beginning of the next one to go, we need him and break the glass. Maybe it's Hawkman. We need him. You know, whatever. That last part where this demon villain that hasn't been mentioned suddenly shows up. Oh, my God. And you get the, you know, Jafar gets to be Jafar again. You know, yeah. Can we, listen, guys, this this actor, um, um, pull up his name here. Uh, um, uh, Marwan Kanzari. I've seen him in other stuff. He's a very good actor. Stop casting him as a bad guy. He can't play a bad guy. He, he did not did not work as Jafar. It did not work in this one. Yeah, I laughed when he turned red. I was like, oh, wow. Is, is that like in his contract? If he's a villain, he ends up red at the end. <laughs> and, oh, I remember I wrote down in my notes. I was like, oh, it's a Hellboy crossover. And I also wrote. Oh, Mephisto confirmed. Um, Also, like, it just, yeah, they mentioned Sabak like, once in the movie. But from the moment this guy is on screen when they're in the cave and he's just like, oh, that guy, he had to step outside the mountain to get some fresh air. I was like, you are twirling your mustache so hard, right? You're you're obviously the bad guy. Yeah. And any, any person who hears somebody talk like that immediately goes, Oh, you're evil. Like that's so unbelievable. Yeah. And I don't blame the actor as much as I do the director for not taking them aside and go, Hey, can we do another take on that? Maybe. Um, yeah. Marwan is like a great actor. Uh, he's, he's very, he's very good in murder on the Orient express. And it's just like, this guy can't play a bad guy. Yeah. He was great in, um, old guard. I loved him in old guard. I was like, oh, look, he can act. Look at that. Look at him go. Oh, I never saw the old garden. I heard it was yes, good. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But but no, uh, yeah. That, and that was my thing. It's like, I don't like the that whole ending, like zero sense, zero anything. It, yeah. And then like, it's, it's nothing's earned in the movie. And I blame it all on the script. Yeah. And, and that's where you just get this like. I know you guys are banking on this thing being the film that turns you guys around, but we'll see next weekend. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause as of right now, it has almost made its money back at the box. Cause this, this movie had a, uh, uh, one ninety five to $200 million budget as of right now, I'm pulling up box office mojo. Um, I believe it's almost at 200, which is going to need to make more than that to break even. But, um, let me see yeah, your black. You got to double your budget to break even. Yeah. So as of, right, as of right, as of right now, a hit. yeah, as of right now, worldwide, it's at $209 million. Okay. So I will be incredibly curious to see what it looks like next week. Yeah. To see how yeah. much of a drop off there is. Um, cause, cause, um, cause here's the thing, like, and I, like rotten tomatoes doesn't carry a whole lot of weight. Um, but if you, unless you know how to read it and as of right now, I mean, yeah, like critics from a filmmaking standpoint, cause that's what they look at, not into this movie fans who look at this from a, did I have fun at the, at the movies experience, love this movie. And a lot of my friends love this movie. And to that, I say, you know, you know, God bless, like, for me, even as a fan, like I always go to movies as a fan first. And to me, this just bugged me because it was very evident that just they didn't know what they were doing with this property. And they were trying to salvage something. To me, this almost felt like an obligation. Like we just need to go ahead and get this thing out. That being said, that's not to say there's not things to love about this movie. Um, 
and we've we've hinted at it a couple times now and that's you know dr fate and hawkman just carry this movie so well oh um, yes it, it is it is almost unfair that this is not their movie because they are so good like they're they look great they're the the two aldous hodge and pierce brosnan like i said earlier are acting circles around everybody the script they were given is incredible like again that moment where he's like when it's time for us to say goodbye i'll know like like i that hit me in the throat i was like oh these guys are just the oldest dearest of friends where's that movie <laughs> well and that's that's we were i got on the did a rabbit hole in YouTube and watch Pierce Brosnan stuff for a little while. And he talks about this movie and like the way he's talking about it and what he feels the character is and the relationship between him and Hawkman. And I'm like, dude, and he even like, after he does the speech, he even goes like, yeah, it all sounds really cheesy. He goes, but you have to dive in and do the job. And like, that's what this took. And then he's, and it was just so interesting to go like, like, dude, he's dialed so in. And yes, give me that movie. Give me that just aside. I didn't mind the two kids. They, you know? they were okay. I I needed I needed more of them to decide whether or not I liked them or not. Um, my only qualm with them was like at one point we're getting Cyclone's backstory and it's really dark and upsetting. And then the scene just kind of ends. Yeah, it's it's like I kind of felt like either they're in and they're in or don't bother. Like I, I had a moment where I was like, you know, as much as I like Hawkman and the two kids, like it could literally just be Dr. Fate. Yeah. And it changes nothing. Well, especially because the two, the two younger ones, Adam Smasher and Cyclone, like they make a point of saying, Oh, they're brand new. They've never done anything like this before. And I'm like, well, then why are we bringing them in? Like, you don't, yeah. you don't know anybody else, anybody at all. There's no one else you can call. Yeah. Also, I'm still trying to figure out why the hell Amanda Waller is in this movie, but that's another conversation. Um, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to delve too much on the negative here. But basically, yeah, Amanda Waller, Task Force, Task Force, Task Force X, and um, what's her name from Peacemaker are in this. They have no reason to be there. They're there. I, it 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 makes it doesn't make any sense. But yeah, the JSA being in this movie just kind of it made it it gave it some like uh, uh, legitimacy. I felt like, yeah, well, and this is where Waller is not the Nick Fury of the DCEU. No, stop trying to make her that she's, she's not. not stop trying to do that. It's not, it's not what it's there for. No. Yeah. I would have, I would have bought it more if it was Ben Affleck on there saying, guys, we are tied up with this. Can you go take care of this? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, something, something like that. Or or even Michael Keaton at this point. Like, I don't care anybody but Waller. But that being said, yes, I I, I wanted more with them. I'd, I, I'd love to see what deleted stuff we got of all the JSA. Because yeah. they, they're like, yeah, I want that movie. I want that series. I want that show. I want more of them. Um, my wife kind of got a little aggravated with Hawkman and I can get it because you definitely have a moment of like, bro, we got to let this go. There's other things going on. You are a little yeah. bit of a dog with a chew toy, but I understand why you're getting this way. And it makes me, f- it makes me feel like there's a reason he's that way. And we just didn't get it in the movie. I feel like there's a three hour version of this movie because well, 
<laughs> for, for starters, I will say, because because another positive, the action in this movie is awesome. The, the the action in this movie, the action fight sequences are really cool. Um, they definitely took a lot of inspiration from Zack Snyder style. Overly and, a couple times. Yeah, because <laughs> there's there's one moment where I was like, that's from 300. <laughs> the, the, the overuse of slow motion, I need to be over with. Like, so, okay, so I, I didn't think it was an overuse of it in this one. And the reason for that is we they established very early into, into that big action sequence at the beginning just how fast he is. And if you don't slow it down, you don't see what it is he's doing because he's moving so fast. That I didn't mind. It was showing everybody else in slow motion before they did nothing. <laughs> like, why did I have to zoom in and see her slow-mo control the air more than once? Oh, 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 that? Yeah, that didn't need to be there. Um, especially because it wasn't because it ended up not doing anything. Yeah. So and it was kept going and going and i'm like i don't need this like if you have to go to slow-mo to show me what's actually happening you shot the scene wrong especially considering it's all cgi <laughs> but, yeah. but uh so that's where i was like no so yeah. so yeah and then there was a couple times when look it's already difficult enough when people fly for people to understand what's happening yeah. for you to move the camera around more makes it a little weird, but you are right. Like the whole him chasing down the motorcycles. Oh, it made no sense, but it looked really cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't say it worked for the story. I just said it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, because there's a couple of times where he's, he's pulling apart these bikes, looking for the kid. And a couple of times he throws the bike down before he checks. And I'm like that, if that kid's in there, he is dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, no, like I thought the fight sequences were really cool. Um, even the final fight with the, with 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 the Hellboy looking boss, even though it made no sense, was a it looked cool. Um, I feel like there's, but I think I feel like it's a three hour cut of this movie because with all the uh, stuff that takes place in the past, his origin story, there was a lot of money spent on that. Like the production design on that stuff is ridiculous. Like that was that was some expensive stuff, and it has me thinking. Oh, they meant for this to be a lot more than what it is in the movie because it ends up not being a lot of the movie. Most of the movie is in present day. I feel like there's a version of this movie where, like, we spent a lot of time in the past before we got to modern day, and they tried to and they had to edit it down to two hours. Yeah, and it it was I I I honestly I liked that storyline. That was you know as far as stuff dealing with Black Adam stuff in the past. Yeah, I would have rather that just been the movie. Yeah, the, the idea that, you know, you know, when they do the twist and you're like, I'm like, okay, so he was Black Adam the whole time? Here's like, the thing, we know. It's, it's not that big of a twist that his wife and son were killed. It's in every trailer Correct. for the movie. Correct. Correct. It's and that's every where. Trailer. <laughs> yeah, you're just waiting for the explanation. Even though I have to say this, both my wife and I started cracking up when the son comes in as Black Adam to talk to him. Yeah. Because the actor who's playing the young Black Adam or the young his his son superpowered yeah. Yeah. is one of the guys, the actors who plays Young Rock in the Young Rock show. 
Oh, that's funny. So when they show that's his face, funny. both Ryan and I are like, <laughs> that's funny. I mean, um, at the same time, who else are you going to grab? He looks like the rock. Right. You've got but, him. But it was saying. just kind of like that put me out for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, but like, cause because of the way the movie ends up being edited down, it ends up feeling like it ends up feeling like the mummy with Brendan Fraser for a little bit. I can kind of see that, but no, um, I, but but I kind of wish we like I wish almost wish the movie had just been all in the past and then it ended with him coming to modern day like that's the post credit scene as he wakes up in modern day or something. It, yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I just wish it made sense. I, I wish yeah. somebody did a serious logic check on this yeah. movie. Like it, it just again easy fixes, easy fixes if you care. Yeah. Um, one last, one last thing we got to talk about, cause we haven't really talked about it at all. And that is of course the mid credit scene with the, the reveal of Henry Cavill back as Superman. Um, I, I, am of two minds of this scene. How, how do you feel about it, Matt? Um, I don't mind it. I like it because I have been a big person of you guys screwed Cavill really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, my only kind of thing around this whole situation is that that I'm aware we assumed he was out, but he was never officially out. No one. Yeah. No one ever came out and said one way or another, he was out or he was in the reason it was so much in question is because a, there was no plans for anything else with him for the foreseeable future. Um, B the post credit scene in Shazam. Yeah. <laughs> and C the ending of peacemaker. Yeah. Where you don't. Yeah. Where we don't see so or talk to him. Um, so there was that question of whether or not he was going to come back, but also everything going on with the flash as well. That the rumor was that when flash resets things in his movie, that Michael Keaton was going to be, then was going to be Batman and that Superman was going to be replaced with Supergirl. Um, so that's why. So yeah, nothing was ever official. He was out, but there was never anything official that he was in either. And this was kind of just their way of confirming, like we're we're back, we're we're moving forward with him as Superman. Which again is why, like the Monday before the movie came out, they announced Man of Steel two, and then just yesterday he confirmed he's coming back for another Superman movie. Which at this point, everyone's just kind of like, freaking finally. Yeah, yeah. That that but, is. But the scene itself, um, my my two my two thoughts on it are, as a self-contained couple of minutes, it's a really cool scene. It's a really cool scene. It's cool, and it's nice to see him back, and he looks good. In terms of the context of the movie, it doesn't make a lick of sense, and it doesn't feel earned. Well, and I, I feel like you you said it somewhere, and I was like, yeah, it does seem that way. It seems like waller called him well she straight up says because she's like i will get someone from another world to take you down okay bring it on and superman lands in what universe does amanda waller have superman's number and in what universe is he like okay thanks buddy yeah i i kind of felt like what had been maybe more interesting is before like it gets destroyed by superman's heat vision the, the little drone and then Superman lands and says. Sure. The same it, things. But that's not what happens. Black Adam blows up the drone. Correct. And Superman lands. And I'm Correct. just like, but also, by the way, excellent use of the classic Superman theme. 
Yes. Yes. Excellent use of the John Williams theme. Oh, oh, that gave me chills. Give me chills right now thinking about it. Yeah. (laughs) But, and again, he looks good. He's got the curl and the hair and everything. Let Um, him be Superman for crying out loud. Yeah. Let him be Superman. Yeah. So, and, and it goes to like what, you know, because we talked a little bit about this uh, in one of our news segments recently um, where uh, the rock had said like, cause, cause I found this out the other day, they shot the scene with Henry Cavill a month ago because the contracts still were not finalized that he was going to come back or not. They were yeah. still fighting with, with Warner brothers in DC about it. Cause the rock said in an interview, the week black Adam came out, like, the previous management over at Warner brothers had no interest or plans whatsoever in moving forward with him as Superman. They had no, they, they were like, they're like, it's not on on the table. And the rock said that was one of the things he was fighting for hard for black Adam was to, was to have that come back. Cause there was a version of that scene a la Shazam where we just see him from the neck down. Yeah. Um, and I think if that had happened in this movie, people would have lost their shit. Yeah. Like again, really we're doing this again. Um, so I'm, I'm, and, and, and Dwayne Johnson has said that like he fought hard to get Henry Cavill back and get, and especially with this new management for that, because the new management over there for all the faults and, and dumb things I think they're doing. One of the things they have said from, from jump is like, we're committed to getting things back on track. And that included, you know, they said like, we want to get back to the way things started with movies like man of steel and BVS. And I was like, okay, but you know, put your money where your mouth is. And this is kind of that first sign of, Oh no, we, you know, we, we were, we, we talk about like what Zack Snyder's original plan for his justice league trilogy was. They're trying to get back to that, I think. And this is kind of that first step, that first show of goodwill of, okay, got your boy back. Yeah. See where we go now. I mean, I, I hope we get some better stuff coming, but this movie is not the example of that. No. <laughs> yeah. So, so to, to the, to that original point we brought up at the beginning where DC and the rock were saying that like, this was the movie that was going to write the ship and, and change everything about the DCEU going forward in terms of reintroducing Henry Cavill, Superman and, and showing us that they're kind of going back to basics. Cause they're even calling this movie their official first movie in their phase one, which I'm like, it's the 11th movie, but okay, Sure whatever you guys say, um, <laughs> check out our phase one pitch episodes that we got on the, on the podcast feed right now. <laughs> but so in terms of that, like if you're saying, Oh, cause this is quote unquote, our start of our phase one and reintroducing Henry Cavill Superman, then yeah, sure. It's, it's the thing that's starting the next, you know, the next uh, chapter or this fresh start. But if you're saying the movie's that good and the movie itself is doing it, Hard pass. Correct. Yes, definitely hard pass because this is, I mean, I guess if this is going to be your new number one film, it kind of makes sense because you got people wanting to be heroes, but it just doesn't make sense. 
Speaking of that, there's a drinking game that goes along with this movie. Did you know that? Uh, I think you said something about that. Tell tell everybody the drinking game. (laughs) Take a shot every time they say the word hero in this movie. You'll be dead 15 minutes in. They say the word hero in every sentence. It's ridiculous. Every scene, people go back and forth about, quote, unquote, being a hero. And I was like, I'd be dead right now if I was drinking for this. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but yeah. I, I, I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to end this on a, on me talking more shit, but it just it, it, it drove me nuts. Um, yeah. Ultimately, what I want to say is, I think everybody should go see this movie. I think everybody should see this movie, and just decide for yourselves. Because I have a lot of friends who love this movie unapologetically, and to that I say, more power to you. It did nothing for me. I think on my letterboxed review, I gave it a one and a half out of five. I, I really didn't like this movie. And I am a DC shill. I am the biggest DC fan. I, I I love to some extent just about everything they do. This was not it for me. No, it's, it's again, like I think the recipe is there for great. It, mm. it, it, I had fun but it's because I walked into this movie thinking it's going to be utter crap. And it wasn't, but it's just like so much waste. Like if Pierce Brosnan doesn't come back as Dr. Fate somehow, that's a worse crime than making a charismatic guy like the rock be stoic. Yeah. Because Um, he, because, because Pierce Brosnan was that good in this movie. Yeah. But I think it kind of feels like man of steel. Man of Steel doesn't knock it out of the park for me either, but I didn't mind it. But if if that's what I need, you need to give me an X-Men so I get an X-Men 2, I'm okay. So if this is the Black Adam movie I need to go through to get the X-Men 2 of a Superman 2 or another Justice League movie or a Justice Society movie that's awesome, okay, okay. But show me that's what's happening. and. Yeah. Warner Brothers has notoriously not done that over the last decade, but yeah. I, I I hope this is going forward. I, you know, again, like I've always known Black Adam as Shazam's villain. So yeah. now that you have Black Adam, now that you have Shazam, the next movie of these two guys, like I don't want Superman versus Black Adam. I don't care about that. I want Shazam versus Black Adam. That's the point. That's, I kind of want to see Shazam and Superman versus Black Adam. I mean, either way, Shazam, you can't, I, I'm not. Good animated you know, movie, so I'd like to see it in live action. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, totally steals uh, scenes from Undisputed 3 or 2 or something like that. But Fine, don't care. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. But no, I, that's my thing is I, I just like, it's just so, so weird. Like, why is this, like, you know, I've said it before. I don't understand why The Rock is Black Adam. There's I so think, many other characters he could be that he would fit so much better. Well, and at one originally when this was getting talked about, we're going off off on a tangent here at this point. Originally, when this movie was talked about, in like 2007, he was going to be Shazam. And then they were talking about Black Adam. I was like, imagine if like he was both Shazam and Black Adam, and just when whoever transforms and says the word Shazam, they all just look like that. Can you can you imagine the Rock fighting the Rock? But also thinking about movies like Jumanji, where he's playing 
a kid that's turned into the rock. Yeah. I think, and I love Zach Levi as Shazam. Don't get me wrong. Can you imagine the rock as Shazam and pretending to be an eight year old who's turned into a superhero? I, I just, yeah. Or even I'd watch, if, uh, yeah. I'd watch I, that right now. <laughs> no. I, and I love those Jumanji movies, man. They're, they're, yeah. they're fantastic. They're great. But yeah, they, I, should, I, they shouldn't be, but they're great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I, I really, I mean, it's, it's a mid lane movie. Great. Like you said, it's great action. The look of the movie is much better than, in my opinion, anything DC has done. Like I thought everything looked cool and made sense as far as the feel and the, the cinematography. Also, uh, you know, people talk about how like the early DCEU movies are very dark and very gray and kind of muted. This was colorful. Correct. And bright and like shiny. Yes. Uh, the Hawkman design. I, I wasn't a fan. I'm not a fan of Hawkman with metal wings. But I know it's easier to do that than to give him angel wings. He's but a hard as- character to make work in live action. <laughs> yeah. But aside from that, I thought everything looked fine. Like the whole moving mask of Adam Smasher didn't bother me. You know, eh, it felt like it felt like a cheap rip off of Deadpool. But I, I mean, it, it, it only feels that way because Deadpool was the first person to make the masks move. Yeah. Where in famously in all comic books of all them. The masks always move. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. It just, it was it just, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I think everyone should go see this and decide for themselves. Or like, at least let, when it hits HBO max, watch it and let us yeah. know. What you think. I, I, I wouldn't like for me, cause I got Cinemark movie club. I get a lot of freebies and cause I only go to the theaters or something I really want to see. So I, I mean, I didn't spend any money to go see this, uh, but um, if you got HBO Max, I'd say wait and watch an HBO Max. I think it's, I think it's worth watching to decide for yourself. Like, don't let, don't let what we say or what anyone else says make up your mind for you. Like, I'm, I'm trying very hard to get into the habit of, ex- of of explaining that. Like, when I critique a movie, I'm critiquing it from my own point of view and opinions. I'm not necessarily saying like, the movie is objectively bad. For me, it just was bad for me. You might love it, and so. You know, let you can you can use us as as an idea for whether or not you want to go spend money, take the risk and go spend money or wait and see it on your own. If you, you know, by all means, like I encourage everyone to listen to people's reviews and stuff, a because we make the content. So please listen to it and justify it. But also, like, I think reviews, especially from guys like us who are just two dudes, like, like, you know, we're going to this as fans and, you know, it's a great way to gauge how much you should, you might want to temper your expectations or something, but I still, at the end of the day, think with this particular movie, because it is such a mixed bag for me, I think everyone should just watch it on their own and decide how they decide for themselves. Yeah. This is one of those, like if, if, if the DC EU has not bothered you and you've loved it and you've been all in on all of their movies, you're probably going to love this movie. If you're like me and have, an issue with a lot of the logic and writing that it's there. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. It doesn't mean you can't have fun. It's there. You know that. And I think that's, that's what you're kind of saying is like, you know, whatever your flavor is, you know, decide for yourself, but also listen to us. Cause we're never wrong. Exactly. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just, there's, I think there's something in this movie. I think there's a little something in this movie for everyone. 
to enjoy. I just don't know if it's enough. Like, cause there are things in this movie I enjoy. It wasn't enough to make me enjoy the movie. Like I'm probably never going to watch this movie again, but I will go look up certain scenes on like YouTube. Yeah. But the, the good and bad of being a father is my son enjoyed it. So I'm sure I'm going to watch this once at HBO max. Cause he'll want to watch it. Cause he's one, a huge fan of the rock and captain Marvel slash Shazam used to be one of his favorite characters. So he, he very much is aware of who black Adam is. Mm. So he was, he was the only reason we went to see this. <laughs> That's fair. And that, that sounds more like a you problem than anything else. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't have, I don't have kids. So I did this to myself for my own, for my own morbid curiosity. <laughs> um, but that's what we think about the movie. We always want to hear what you guys think. So by all means, hit us up on Twitter at We Are the Batman. You can also check out our pin tweet, which has a link to a Google Doc. You guys can send in your questions, your comments, your criticisms, your episode ideas, and things you'd like to hear us talk about, whatever it might be. It's all right there. And Matt, there's another place that can find uh, they can do that as well, isn't there? Yes, you can go to the Fanboy Junction group on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash group slash Fanboy Junction with a K. You can also hit us on Twitter. I'm at Mr. J Ninja. Where are they going to hit you up? Go ahead. Sorry, I'm, I stepped <laughs> on you. I, he's Mr. J Ninja on Twitter. I'm Mr. Mike Shea on Twitter. Uh, please let us know how off base we are. Uh, we love we love it. Uh, but in other words, uh, other than that, though, I'm, I'm talking out of my ass at this point. We'll see you guys again next time on another episode of We Are the Batman. Same bat time, same bat podcast channel. Bye-bye.